This is something the Lord's been emphasizing to me, and then we'll get, in, we'll get into today's teaching. And, uh, but one of the things the Lord's been emphasizing a lot to me is um, the power of experiencing God through each other. And um, let me just show you this one verse, because this is like, uh, it's, it's really revolutionizing the way I think about um, us relating to one another. So look at, look at this verse, 1 John chapter 1. So look at verse 3. I'm, and I always, NKJV is my default Bible version. I, it's not that that's the only one I read. It's just the one that I always teach from. But, uh, all right, so 1 John chapter 1, verse 3, look at this. That which we have seen and heard, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Um, so the apostle John, if I could just put this in, if I can just paraphrase this verse, he goes, he goes, we've told you guys, he's writing, he's writing to the church. He goes, we've told you guys what we saw and what we heard from Jesus. We, what he's, what he said to us and what we saw him do now we've said that back to you. And then he says uh, that you also may have fellowship with us. And, and if, you, if you understand the way he's, he's explaining this, he's now giving us a mirror of them reciprocating the seeing and hearing and sharing. He goes, we've shared it with you that you may have fellowship with us. Fellowship, that word is koinonia, it means sharing. So here's what he's saying. He goes, I'm, I'm telling you what I've seen and heard from God. And you're telling me what you've seen and heard from God. And then look at this next phrase. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son. He goes, we're sharing with one another. We're fellowshipping with one another but truly, we're sharing with the Father and the Son in that. And um, this thing that I'm, that I'm just, I'm, I'm super blessed by, and it's given a lot of meaning and context to a ton of my life and relationship with people. Um, I've always wondered about what is that thing that happens when I hear you saying what God's doing in you and it's impacting me. 
And I feel the love of God just hearing what He said to you. And I, and I, and I feel the, you know, the connection with Holy Spirit off of what you've seen and heard. And then it hits my heart and I go, oh, that reminds me of this, this, and this that I've seen and heard. And we're sharing together. And here's the point that John's making. He goes, when we do that, truly we're encountering God together. And we're encountering God through one another. It's the glory of God that we're experiencing in the midst. We share our heart, what God's done in and through us, and we experience His glory together. So when I hear you say, uh, how did you say that? You said, he, um, you basically said, it doesn't matter how bad you've been, He, he loves you no matter what. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with the truth of that. But when I hear you say that He's, he's speaking that to your heart, because you didn't get that on your own, that's God speaking that to you, it hits me in a way I go, right. Yes, it's like, it doesn't matter how jacked up I am. He loves me. Like that ministers. me. I know this truth. I've taught this truth for 20 years. But bang, it hits me again. And guess what? I'm fellowshipping with God now over that thing that you're sharing with me. And then I share back with you. And bang, now you're fellowshipping with God through him, you know, coming through me. And this is the beauty of being in the body and being of one spirit and um, having unity in the Spirit, that we have the same Holy Spirit. Because Holy Spirit is shining through each of us in dynamic ways. And John describes that as truly we're fellowshipping with the Father and the Son. It's, man, it is powerful. And, and if, we'll, if we'll allow ourselves to be thin, to get out of the way and let Holy Spirit speak... And, and, you know, you can easily get into, well, I want to talk about me and, you know, whatever. But if it's just really like, this is what God put on my heart. This is what I'm sensing. It's what I'm feeling. It's what I'm seeing. It's what I'm hearing. Man, all of a sudden, we are touching something in God dynamic together that is so powerful. And that's the power of fellowship. You know, fellowship's not eating a pizza and, and watching a movie. That's recreation. That's good. Let's do that. Let's eat pizzas and watch movies. Let's do those things. But fellowship is us encountering God together with one another, through one another. And um, the picture I've had in my mind is this. Every one of us, our heart is like its own diamond. It's like its own prism. And when His glory is shining through me, it's going to look a certain way. And when His glory is shining through you, it's going to look a certain way. And, and man, as we're experiencing that, we're going to experience the glory of God through one another in a dynamic way that's going to minister to us. And it's, it's truly this, we're actually fellowshipping with God through one another. Not that either of us are God, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying we're experiencing the work of God in and through us together. And this is what he's, this is what he's bringing the body to, is it's called oneness, being one. And, and I could get into that a lot, but... I'm just, there's so much value in it. Like even this morning, just as you guys begin to share, you know, I'm now teaching, but you guys have now just shared what the Holy Spirit is doing in you, what you've seen and what you've heard. And as you guys are sharing, the presence of the Lord is falling in the room. And we're experiencing the beauty of His glory through one another. That's fellowship. 
It's precious. And the challenge with it is you can't get there unless you're willing to be vulnerable, which is what I was saying on Monday, that vulnerability is, the, is currency in the kingdom, just like spiritual hunger. And, and they work together. If you're hungry, you'll be vulnerable. It's really what, so Psalm 42, I'm just going to take this bunny joke right now because I feel a little something. But Psalm 42, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul longs for you. The only way a deer is drinking from a water brook is if that deer has been hunted near to death. Deer don't drink from big open water brooks. They drink from pools, little puddles in the forest. They chew leaves and drink from small pools. Why? Because deer are animals that are hunted all the time. And so they know they've got to stay undercover. For a deer to come out and drink from a big water brook, it knows it's going to die if it doesn't drink. And so it's saying, I am so hungry, I'm willing to be vulnerable to get what I need to be sustained. And so spiritual hunger and vulnerability go together. And so that's that whole, that whole interchange of that, that thing I was saying about the currency in the kingdom is hunger and vulnerability have to be together. There's no way, you, you, you know, a, a star, think about a starving populace, a, a, a people a, 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 in a nation or something, and, and they're having a food shortage. They're not going to sit in their walled home just so going, I'm going to sit here and die. They are going to start risking. They're going to start hunting food, going into the streets, in the forest. They're going to go find, they have a baby at home who's dying. They're not going to sit there and just watch the baby die. They're hungry. Just naturally speaking, they're hungry. They're going to go do something about it. They're going to expose themselves. It may be war out there. It may be bad conditions out there, but they're going to risk because they know if they don't eat, they die. Hunger and vulnerability go together. They're going to make themselves vulnerable. And that's kind of where we have to get to, right? Where you realize, man, if, if I don't get something in God that's real, that's sustaining, that's legit, if I, don't, if I don't get Him like that, what am I doing in this life? I'm going to die. And it's, it's painful to think about how many, how many Christians... How many people, think about it, you get one go-round, you get one turn on this thing called life. You get one ride. They'll live their whole life going through the motions and never living. They'll live their whole life self-protecting and never being vulnerable. They'll live their whole life never living. And in the church, we do the exact same thing. We learn the hundred verses that everybody knows. We quit cussing and we don't cheat on our taxes and don't go to the really bad R-rated movie. And we think that's the pinnacle. And I'm telling you, there is, there is, there's riches untold in Jesus that we can live overwhelmed with every single day. You, you know what the, the magic, you know, some people don't like that word, but you know what the magic of this internship is? It's not the internship. The magic of the internship is you're, you're putting other things to the side and you're putting Jesus in front of you and you're drinking of his presence and you're drinking of his word and you're doing this in a community of guys that are doing it together and something's happening to you. 
I want to propose that's Christianity. That's how we're supposed to live. Not in an internship all the time. Yes, there's life. Yes, there's babies. There's work. There's all sorts of stuff. But prioritizing Jesus in a way that we're not just doing Jesus stuff, we're doing Jesus. And, um, and man, I, I, you know, you can live that, you can live this way. You can live with a heart open, vulnerably encountering Jesus, experiencing the life of God. In John 14, you know, I quoted the verse on Monday. He said, because I live, you will live also. He's not just talking about the resurrection. He's talking about when he, when he ascends and Holy Spirit comes, He's saying, you're going to be living with Holy Spirit on the inside of you because I am resurrected. I'm sending Holy Spirit. And when Holy Spirit's on the inside of you, you're going to be drinking from the well that never runs dry. You're going to live. And, and, and like, that's everything. It's everything. That's the only way life works. That's the only way your heart works. That's what you were made for. It's the only way your heart is going to work. It's the only way your relationships are going to work. It's the only way your, your families are going to work. It's, it really is living where you're drinking from the well that never runs dry. From the rivers of living water flowing from the inside of you. From Holy Spirit. Living whelmed with the life of God. It's not about the internship. It's about Jesus. And, and what I love about these months that you get to do this, these weeks, because you guys are halfway through. Almost. My wife making me be precise. Is you, you literally get a taste of what it looks like to start checking out of everything everybody else says is important and check into Jesus. And then you get to figure out, okay, moving forward in, in six weeks, how am I going to do my life? How am I going to do it? Right? Yeah, no, that's the question. And, and here's the thing. You can do this. You can have this lifestyle with Jesus. You don't have to be on staff in the house of prayer to do this lifestyle. Some of you, undoubtedly, God will call you to that. You're in an internship in a house of prayer, you know, environment. Of course, God's likely going to call some of you to do that. But, but that's not really the point. It's not about, oh, you have to be on staff. It's about you have to prioritize your life around Jesus. And that means you, you, just, you just make some limitations on yourself. You just say, okay, less hanging out till 2 a.m. doing nothing, more getting up at 6 a.m., glory to God, and taking those first hours with me and Jesus. I always tell, I always tell young people the same exact thing. Your hours between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. are probably the most wasted hours of your life. And if you're wasting four hours a week, that's, that's 28 hours, I mean, four hours a day, that's 28 hours a week. You're wasting an entire day. And if you're wasting a day a week, that's 52 days a year. Just think about that. By, by doing dumb stuff between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. 
And somebody goes, well, man, I'm a late night person. You know, I'm just, I just get creative. You know, I start drinking Mountain Dew at about 1130. I really just get real creative. And yeah, you're, show me the value of what that creativity has brought in your life. Let me, can you, can you give it to me tangibly? Well, it's just an outlet. Well, try this as an outlet. Go to bed at 10, get up at 530 and be in front of Jesus at six and see how that impacts you. It, it, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be tough. I'm just saying like, it really is these simple tweaks because the way you spend your time and your money, it's just, it really is about how your life will go. You tweak a few things and all of a sudden your, heart, your heart's alive now. Like there is nothing that says you've got to be on social media four hours a day. Like there's just nothing that says you got to watch YouTube videos. There, there's just no value to it unless it's bringing you life in Jesus. And that's got to be prioritized above everything. And if you'll do that, man, everything else will work. So this thing you're touching where, man, it's, it's glorious, it's painful, it's beautiful, it's shocking, I'm happy, I'm pissed. All that is God is invading your heart. You're supposed to live like this. That's how we're supposed to live. And you can. You really can. It just, it, it requires you to make good decisions on the simple day in and day out stuff. And it's just amazing how we all get going through the motions and let life steal from us the life of God. Does that make sense? 